Welcome to the Indian Prairie Podcast. We are hosts, Brian Giovanni, Director of Innovation. And Candy Michelli, Director of Professional Learning. In today's episode, we are really excited to welcome a number of key stakeholders to talk about our strategic plan and how it guides our work in our district as well as our buildings. Today we are joined by our Indian Prairie School District Board President, Lori Donahue, and Dr. Adrian Taylor, our Superintendent, to discuss the strategic plan and the development and implementation and how it guides the work in our district. Welcome, Dr. Taylor. Welcome, Board President Donahue. Thank, Thank you. you. So Glad to be here. Yeah. We're going to kick off our conversation and go a little bit deeper into the strategic plan and talk with you about why you felt it was important for us to have a strategic plan and why now. Can we start with you, Dr. Taylor? Yes, thank you. So the strategic plan helps everyone, the whole community, know where we're going as a school system, uh, the goals, the strategies. Indian Prairie uh, has always been strategic, but finally we have codified what our strategic plan will be for the next five years. And so everyone will know what our goals will be, uh, will be held accountable for it. And so I felt it was important that we have this at, at this point in time. Great. Thanks, Dr. Talley. What are your thoughts? Why do you think that we need that for, to guide our work? So um, the thought of having a strategic plan was actually initiated when we interviewed Dr. Talley. He um, came in and talked about um, his observation that we did not have one. And although we've been very strategic in our decision-making, as Dr. Talley has shared, we didn't have that longer-term vision uh, laid out on paper. And so we, um, coming from a corporate environment, uh, we always had a long-term plan. So uh, you know, we didn't live year to year. Uh, we needed a longer outlook for our decision-making and for our um, ideas of what we wanted to bring to our school district. So it was important for us to put that in place. Dr. Talley, a number of years ago, we worked with our community and our stakeholders within our buildings, our building admin, our students, to develop our Portrait of a Graduate and the competencies that come with that. How does the Portrait of a Graduate connect to the strategic plan, and how does that look like moving forward? I thought the work that was done for Portrait of a Graduate was great work, and I didn't want to throw it out. I thought it was important that we use that work as the basis for our strategic plan, and so that's what we did. Within the strategic plan, the goals that we have, the strategies that we have, should lend themselves to students being able to graduate based upon what we see as a portrait of a graduate. The resiliency, the uh, critical thinking skills, all of those things I believe we are working toward with our strategic plan for students to be able to graduate um, with what we, what we know will be helpful for them to be successful. Uh, President Don, you had a chance to go through the Portrait of a Graduate work as well as the strategic plan work. How do both of these support you and your fellow board members in your work in supporting all of our uh, key stakeholders in our district? So um, as a board, we made that decision years ago to invest um, the money to create a portrait of what we wanted our students to look at, like beyond District 204. What were the skills that they needed? Um, how is that changing versus today's needs? And um, to put that in place, we hired a great firm and um, uh, rolled it out throughout the district. Um, I was at the holiday concerts recently and they actually had it up there at the concerts emphasizing the skills that we want these students to build while they're here. And our strategic plan now is supporting that by um, putting in place the actions that need to be taken to get us to those um, skills that we want to deliver to our students for the future. 
I think you highlighted a really good point about how our teachers and staff have done a nice job of kind of embedding that in their instruction and making it known to our public and really being intentional about those skills that our students are leaving our school district with and how that can carry into their future uh, post-secondary plans, which is amazing. Yeah. So Dr. Talley, President Donahue, thank you so much for kind of giving us an overview of the strategic plan and where we're going next. So we look forward to continuing the conversation here in a little bit with you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. The strategic plan outlines four priority areas. For each priority, we've invited two stakeholders to discuss our important work and how it impacts student learning. Priority one focuses on student development. IPSD 204 ensures learning environments have caring relationships, engaging lessons, and challenging curriculum instruction. To monitor these efforts, the learning community is dedicated to looking at multiple measures of student empowerment and will be accountable to the community for the results. Today we are joined by Deputy Superintendent Doug Icarius and Fry Elementary Principal Lori Hillman. Welcome Doug and Lori. Thank you for Thanks. having us. It's great to see you. Doug, let's start with you. Can you take us a little bit inside this priority and what does it mean for student learning and instruction? Well, it's very intentional that priority one is about focusing on students. That's what we do as a school district. And there's really three uh, main components of this priority. One is providing equitable um, experiences for all of our students. Uh, we also want to ensure that we're providing a high quality curriculum uh, as well as instruction and looking at how those protect, uh, practices support student growth. Uh, and finally, looking at our systems of support and how we can support students both socially and emotionally. Um, there's also some highlights of this include uh, the completion and promotion of an equity plan. Um, we're hoping to complete early on in the strategic plan. Uh, we're going to be reviewing all of our curriculum and instructional practices. Uh, we're going to look at, you know, be trying to see how our portrait of a graduate uh, connects uh, for all students across the district. Um, and then once again, looking at that sy systematic um, multi-tiered system of support so that all students can find success. Thanks, Doug. Uh, so the strategies include an emphasis on student experiences, interests, and passions. Lori, why is this so important for students to help them achieve their greatest potential? Well, during the strategic planning process, we had student participants and our, our student uh, participants made it very clear that they wanted to focus on the whole student. Um, so we discussed that focus, not just on academics, but also on so social emotional growth and things um, that are outside of, of the classroom. And so definitely, you know, passions, interests, um, meaningful experiences really connect to that development of the whole student and really do kind of circle back to that portrait of a graduate. And in our um, strategic planning session, we even looked at that statement of student growth and changed the goal language to student development because student growth really had an academic connotation. And it, maybe it's just semantics, but student development really um, was intentional to capture all aspects of, of student life and, and what we're trying to accomplish. So at, for, as principal of Fry, you have an awesome opportunity to support a lot of students in their uh, academic development, their growth and development. How does this, uh, this priority really support the individual needs of kids and how do we support them as they grow through our system? Well, when we look at MTSS, our, our multi-tiered system of supports, um, it, we have to be systematic and with 34 schools, you know, that can be a challenge. But by um, solidifying and strengthening our MTSS process as part of the strategic plan, 
we can ensure that no matter what school you attend, you're going to have access to the support that you need um, at the time that you need it, whether that be academic or social emotional, whether that be short term or more long term and comprehensive. Um, strategy five highlights the importance of continuing to build a strong culture. Um, Doug, what does this look like in our schools and how does the district strive to support our building leadership? Well, a positive school culture is critical for student success. Our buildings know that. We've continued to try to provide that for students, but all students um, should have an environment where they feel cared for, uh, where they feel supported, where they feel like they can take risks, and where they feel like they can be challenged. Um, I think our principals and our building leadership teams do an incredible job of trying to do that on a daily basis. And as a district, we need to make sure that we're ensuring that they have the resources to continue to do that for all students. Well, uh, Doug and Lori, thanks for giving us an overview of our priority number one. I think, Doug, you actually did a nice transition to priority number two and making sure that our staff have the resources, which is investing in staff. Mm -hmm. And priority two, um, IPSD 204 acknowledges that a culture of positive well-being is critical for all staff to deliver on student outcomes. Therefore, IPSD 204 is committed to fostering strong connections to value staff and ensuring equity and elevation of voice. Doug, you've had the unique opportunity to serve as the Assistant Superintendent of HR as well as the Deputy Superintendent. And along with the Board of Education and our district has been talking about the teacher shortage. Yeah. How are we, how is the strategic plan supporting that and how do we kind of stay in front of that to make sure that our, we're investing in our staff but also addressing some of the things that are coming nationally? Yeah, all right, um, we've seen the teacher shortage coming for quite some time and so we knew that investing in a staff was gonna have to be a priority in our strategic plan. Um, making uh, ensuring that teachers feel valued, that their voices are heard, that they're uh, part of our solutions to meet the students' needs. And we feel by you know, ensuring that we're providing them learning opportunities. Teachers, you know, they want to learn. Things are constantly changing and they want to make sure that they're having the best professional learning opportunities that they can get. And we try to do the best that we can in providing that. We also collaborate with our associations to ensure um, that we're meeting those needs. Um, and we know that word of mouth is, is key. And if our teachers are feeling valued, we want that to spread to others, um, which I think will help support our staffing as we move forward into the future. That's great. And I love what you said, and I've heard it time and time, is that student voice is so important, but so is teacher voice. And when we're listening to that teacher voice and doing something about it, we hope that trickles down to listening to the student voice as well. So that's really important. Thanks for sharing. Um, so the priority emphasizes the importance of supporting professional learning in our district. Can you share a little bit about this work across the district and how it impacts our stakeholders? You know, as a large district, it's, we have so many different needs. Um, and we have so many teachers that take on so many different challenges across our district. Um, professional learning is a constant and we have a lot of priorities. So, um, you know, it's important that we listen to what our teachers want and need, um, but we also have to keep in mind of what we see coming and how we can get in front of that to make sure that we're staying innovative and being a leader in that area so that our, 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 our teachers want to be the best and um, I think they count on us to make sure that we're delivering high quality uh, professional learning opportunities. Um, we also have a history of where we lean on our experts, which are our teachers, to also provide those opportunities. And I honestly feel like they crave um, those opportunities. 
They do, and it's great that we get that feedback from them to make sure we're moving ahead. Um, with that, Lori, can you share a little bit about things that are happening specifically at Fry to support staff? Sure. So as we've alluded to, our instructional leadership team really um, takes to heart the building needs and even surveys teachers to find out what your learning needs are. And if the district kind of is the overarching professional learning support, um, our instructional leadership team at the building level really strives to tailor to our individual building and be responsive in real time to what teachers might be struggling with, um, where they might be feeling success and have the opportunity to share with each other. So our professional learning at the building level, we of, of course have our professional development Wednesday, which is at the heart of um, our professional learning. And you know, that might be uh, teacher to teacher instruction collaboration. It might be having someone come in to um, support our staff. It's, it's really a wide range of activities, but again, it goes back to being teacher-driven and responsive to teachers' needs. And at the heart of all of that is collaboration and um, building that sense of community within our staff. So we try to um, kind of marry the, the professional learning, um, teacher staff development with building community and um, promoting collaboration, and we've been able to, to do those things pretty nicely. So you guys had an, uh, did an awesome job of kind of talking about how do we support our staff. Every year, though, we have the opportunity to welcome over 100 new staff members in a variety of different roles, from special ed to classroom teachers to you name it, and they're welcome into our district. Our CNI team, as well as our human resources team, have done an awesome job of really collaborating to support those new teachers as they come on because they are coming in with different backgrounds, different experiences, and different ideas of what their classroom looks like. Can you talk a little bit about that evolution, uh, Doug, on how do we support them to make them feel welcome, but also supported as they start our, their new journey in our district? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, every time we're out at a recruitment fair, and uh, just a month ago we were um, at a recruitment fair, and the, the top question that um, uh, new teachers are asking is, how am I gonna be supported when I go there? And so we do a lot of different things in our district, both formally and informally. Um, typically, we kick it off with a um, new teacher kind of institute um, session where we spend several days with our new teachers trying to prepare them on just one welcoming into the district, give them kind of the do's and don'ts, but then also going into our curriculum and instruction practices um, that they can hopefully build on throughout. Um, we also know that we, we depend on our teachers to help mentor and guide um, our new teachers, um, to tell them what that looks like from the building level or where they can go when they need supports. Um, and uh, most recently, um, we've worked very closely with our IPEA and IEA to formally mentor teachers and providing an expert either at their grade level or in their uh, content area that they're focused on um, and someone that they can meet with regularly um, to talk about their role and how they're doing in the district. And then we look at providing professional learning throughout the year for them, uh, whether that's around equity or instructional practices or social emotional needs um, and how to address those with the students or for themselves. Um, we know that that can be stressful sometimes being in your first year in a new position um, and ensuring that we're there to support them so that they can best support our students. And I would add that our, our new staff bring energy um, and you know they may come in asking how are we going to support how am I going to be supported but the reality is they also 
provide new ideas mm -hmm. and new approaches and um, an energy and enthusiasm that um, you know is really important to the building as well. So I would say that um, you know it's it's a two-way street. I think to highlight, it's a little bit different, but our Grow Your Own program that uh, the HR department has fostered to bring in some interested students at the middle school and high school level. You can see when they work with our staff at the elementary, middle school, and high school level, the energy that our staff get from them about mm -hmm. people who are really interested, like, wow, I, I, this passion, this excitement really kind of fosters it. So yeah, you awesome. hear the phrase, this is what it's all about, right. and, and kind of brings it all back. Yeah, the Twitter pictures on those days are the best, because <laughs> yeah. right. you can see the positive energy that's coming from it. Yeah. So, right. Doug and Lori, thank you for giving us an overview of Priority 1 and Priority 2, and how we support our staff and what that looks like moving forward. So we look forward to continuing this work in our district and thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We would like to thank Dr. Talley, President Donahue, Doug Acarius, and Lori Hillman for their time today. We appreciate the conversation regarding the strategic plan and look forward to the future conversations regarding the strategic plan and the impact on our stakeholders. We'd also like to thank members of our curriculum instruction team for their leadership on this topic and extend a special thank you to members of our communication department, Lisa Berry, and Emily Bilger for making the podcast happen. If you have any further questions, please email your questions to curriculum at ipsd.org. We thank you for your time today and hope you enjoyed being part of the conversation.